All right, everybody, it's uh, Scooter here. It's time to do a board game unboxing. This will be the first, I don't know if this is the first time we've ever done a board game unboxing of games, a game I've already played. Uh, but this is like uh, this one will be it might be even two games I've played and uh, the reason is because this is like January 2021 I got this game as a holiday gift and uh, of course I wanted to play it on the holidays uh, so but I said well this is still interesting so, and uh, this one I haven't played very much yet and so we'll go through just like an unboxing of a regular board game. It'll just have a little bit less uh, wondering, wow, wow, wondering how do you play this game. But it starts off at the top. It says Hot Taco Presents. There's uh, It's kind of like one of those at the very top. Okay, so it's a bot. Oh, you're right. Slow it down, Scoots. So it comes in one of these uh, prototypical at this point uh, card smaller cardboard game boxes about the size of uh, DVDs. I mean, thicker than that, but that type of uh, rectangle or a video game, you know, Xbox, PlayStation game, but probably like an inch and a half thick. And the box is uh, b- black, matte black, but it has, of course, stuff all over it. So it's not just a matte black box. In fact, as I was saying, at the top of the front of the box, there's one, two, three, four, five red stars at the very top, and then three vertical lines. And then it says Hot Taco Presents, then another vertical lines, and then five red stars. Kind of like you'd see at the, I don't know, like, top, like at the set of Top Gun. And then it says taco versus burrito. And behind it is a black and gray, uh, uh, I don't know, like lines going towards the middle, kind of like you'd see in an optical illusion or something. It's very subtle in the background. And then taco, it says taco versus burrito. But taco versus burrito is written in big font, like with a shadow font behind it. Kind of has some, it's white with uh, black borders and also some black, like makes it look like it just came off a printer effect or a stamp. It, it then, in between, with verses on the left and the right, on the left side is a taco and on the right side is a burrito. And this is not exactly like the, the pictures are not a West Coast taco or burrito. Not, this isn't a values judgment, but just in case anybody on the West Coast is looking at it, you might say, my goodness, I've never seen, like, a, a taco or burrito. But they're personalized. So the, the taco's on the left. The taco has eyes and a smile, closed mouth kind of smile, eyebrows. And inside the, the, the taco is a lettuce, tomato, Something else, cheese and lettuce again, maybe. And the taco has its hands up, and it's, it has arms and feet, arms and legs as well, and feet and hands and gloves. It's about to do a patty cake game, so it has winter mittens on to play patty cake with the burrito, who's on the right side. A taco is horizontal, where the burrito's vertical. Which would make sense if the taco was vertical, everything would spill out. It's a hard taco, 
which are already, because, I mean, there are, you can get hard tacos or crispy tacos on the West Coast. And, I mean, of course, you can at Taco Bell. And those are the tacos I ate as a youth, but they're just different than, but anyway, it's not important. But uh, so then on the right side is the burrito. The burrito uh, has eyes. Burrito's mouth is open. It's like moving its tongue as it's thinking and prepping for patty cake. So in some sense, just a quick thing, the burrito kind of looks more like a sporty and the taco looks more witty just by their mouth, uh, what is that called? Expression. The burrito looks like it has like a green tomato in it and then maybe some cheese. We can't see any other ingredients. Then underneath that, it says the card game. That's also within the Top Gun style uh, decoration, so five stars and three lines. And then it says the battle to build the weirdest, wildest meal is on. Ages seven plus, two to four players. This is written in red. Approximately three minutes to learn, 15 minutes to play. Then on all four sides of the box, it says taco versus burrito with a star on either end. Red star, white print that looks like it was stamped. And then on the back side, it says taco versus burrito. The back of the box is like a red, but it says taco versus burrito. And then it has uh, a taco with an exclamation point. This taco definitely has tomatoes, lettuce, and cheese. Oh, and either ground beef or refried beans. And then it has some cards poking out. And then quoting from the back, it says, In this surprisingly strategic game, players compete to build the weirdest, wildest uh, meal to win the game. Sounds simple, right? Uh, Not so fast. Give your opponent tummy aches to reduce the value of the meal. Use Trash Panda, Crafty Crow, and Food Fight to gain the cards you need to win. Block opponents with no bueno. But beware of Health Inspector and Order Envy. They are real game changers. Once player one player is out of cards, the game is instantly over. And then it has more cards, and it says one game of five ways to play. It includes 24 food cards, 32 action cards, four quick start cards, four tacos and burritos, and one rule sheet. It says, for more details and gameplay videos, visit tacovburrito.com. Created by Alex Butler and Leslie Pearson, 2018 Hot Taco. So that's the box. Now, the first thing you notice when uh, you open the box are these envelopes, uh, which are made to hold your cards. It says taco on one side and burrito on the other side. And I think this is like they just hold the cards that you're making either you're deciding whether you're going to make a taco or burrito. And that's just for fun. Like, I don't think it's strategically impact stuff. I definitely have it. I guess maybe you lie it down. We We were having trouble. But we were also playing on a couch, so... But it says taco versus burrito. Then there's the cards. Now... Let's read the rules after we do the cards. But the funny thing is I might not even remember how to play, even though I played this game about five days ago. So the backs of the cards say taco versus taco verse burrito. 
in the same uh, font as the cover of the box. And then it has the same black and gray uh, background with all the lines. Infinity lines? I don't know what you call it. Okay, so the first card is plus two. It's a food card. It's a bread with M-O-L-D on there. And the bread, It's a. there's a picture of bread, and it's saying, oh, no. I mean, it's not actually saying that. It just looks like it. And it's a food card placed in a burrito or taco to increase the value of the meal. So we can, I guess, assume that it adds two point plus two to your value. But I can't remember anything else. Oh, choco cake, uh, food card, place in a, but would you have this in a taco burrito? Place in a taco burrito. That's also plus two. It looks a little bit like a, a uh, is that a ding dong or a zig, ding dong? Um, it has a. Is chocolate shavings, chocolate syrup dripping off it, then two pieces of chocolate cake, and then some marshmallow or cream in the center. Kind of has two eyes and a mouth, too. Nothing made out of coal, though. Um, uh, what is this? What were these? Uh, I forgot the name of this group. Uh, the Descendants? Is that who it was? Uh, that uh, one piece people dressed in an eyeball suit? Uh, so someone in an eyeball suit, they also have flippers on. That's plus three and food card. Uh, salsa with an extra ingredient, plus one. And uh, there's a bowl. It's like a wooden bowl of salsa and the bowl's waving. And yeah, the bowl has two eyes, two legs, two feet, and two eyes and a mouth, uh, plus one. Uh, super fun burger, plus one. Some of these, like, are meant to really make you laugh or say, what? And getting changed for the podcast. It's a food card plus one. Uh, A thinker, that's plus three. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the word in Spanish. Uh, Not cabeza, but... uh, Anyway, uh, fresh fresh thinkers. Uh, that's plus three food cards. So that's a big points plus three, eh? Uh, gummy bears plus two, and uh, let's see how many gummy bears are on the card. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty gummy bears. It looks like. And there's red, which I'd assume is fruit punch. Then there's green, which is normally either green apple or lime. Pink, interestingly enough. I guess it would be pink lemonade or strawberry. Orange, which is usually orange. Then it kind of uh, a turquoise, uh, which is always interesting when you have artificial flavors. You say turquoise. Usually turquoise they save for a pretty good flavor, like electric blue, you know, blue ice, uh, It could be, it's usually not like something so simple as like blue something. Then there's purple, which could be grape, or it could be some sort of purple punch. Oh, and then there's a light orange, like an amber, which could be like a honey, or it could be a lemon. It's a little bit, it's more of a sunset color than a yellow. So that's that one. Okay, next one is our first... uh, Non-positive card, negative three, tummy ache. Uh, place this card in a player's taco or burrito to decrease the value of their meal. 
and it's pink, and it shows a young child uh, that says, yeah, I don't feel so good, and they're holding their tummy, and it has a pink background, too. Uh, then there's another tummy ache right after that. That This one's only negative one, so you can get tummy aches at different levels, clearly. Kind of remember that part. No bueno. So this must be an action card. It's a uh, turquoise to aquamarine. It says no bueno and kind of like it has it in writing and then in like a comic book type uh, a thing, even with an electric uh, explanation, explanation point. Block any action from another player at any time during the game. If played after another no, no bueno, it becomes a C si bueno and blocks the block. Uh, so we definitely had some no bueno showdowns. Oh, another no bueno. So these must cards must not have been shuffled. There must have been a no bueno showdown when we played. Uh, Order Envy. This is green. And it shows kind of a person in a green hat. And they kind of look like they're about to start frowning. And it says, order envy. Green, I guess they're green with envy. Switch meals and hands with any player at the table by switching seats. The person to your left goes next. So this one, I do remember one time holding on to this one till the last, or the second to last move. Um, and I think making sure... Maybe I even had a no bueno, or maybe I knew all the no buenos were out. And I think that sealed a victory for me. I was able to change seats with the person who, uh, you know, had the best hand. So there's that card. Uh, our old friend Broccoli. So this is like an older, p- p- smiling Broccoli, plus one. Fried grasshopper plus one. Uh, pretty. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Mustache hair from a mustache or mustache, uh, and it has a monocle. Plus three. That's worth a lot of money, though. I mean, a lot of points. Chocolate covered shrimp. That's plus three as well. Looks more like a prawn to me, but uh, I guess it's a shrimp. Uh, I don't know. Is there any difference? A fish head. The fish is saying, I need some body. Roly-poly fish heads. Uh, place in a taco burrito. Plus three. That's I mean, that's where you get the big money. Uh, lettuce uh, that's uh, seen better days. This shows the lettuce. Its eyes are closed. It's sleeping. It has its various shades of green, yellow, and brown. That's plus one. Slimy, slimy liver. I've been called a slimy liver before. Only plus one for that. Uh, trash Panda. So this is a good card. It allows you to go through the trash pile or like the discard pile and place one card in your hand. Take one card, place it in your hand. And the panda's dancing. Looks very happy. Oh, another Trash Panda right after that. Uh, then a no bueno card, a negative two tummy ache, a negative two tummy ache, a no bueno. So we could add it. We guess we had some tummy aches versus no buenos. Crafty crow. This one is a crow looking around. 
And it says, take one card from another player's taco burrito, put it in your taco burrito. So I guess you're going to go with a plus three, another trash panda, uh, food fight. So this has a pair of French fries uh, with its mouth open and its eyes open wide. Orange background. Each player, oh, this is fun. Each player flips one card from the draw pile. The player with the highest value food card wins and keeps any one card from the flipped cards. Tie, repeat till there's a winner. Shuffle the other cards back in the draw pile. So it's kind of random, but then when you play that, at least you get a chance to win some cards. Trash, another trash panda. A uh, negative three tummy ache, a food fight, uh, crafty crow. We may be at the end of the line. Oh no, here's a new one. This one's, uh, this is, oh, this reminds me of the other game, uh, mewing kittens. Uh, health inspector, play immediately. Discard all the contents of your taco and burrito and end your turn. So that one stinks if you get it. At least it doesn't totally end the game. Uh, Milk after the famous date on its label, plus one. Um, bowl of something that rhymes with rice, uh, that's plus three. Ice cream, plus two. Ice to meet you. Uh, so, and the ice cream's sticking its tongue out. It's kind of a green, a winter green color. I don't know, blue-green. Uh, watermelon plus two. The watermelon is kind of saying cheers because uh, its arms are above its head. It's a, a slice of watermelon smiling. Uh, then another health inspector. So that's not the card you want to get. Uh, food fights. Food fights. Uh, crafty crow. No bueno. Another no bueno. Order Envy, so it must have gone Order Envy, no bueno, no bueno. So that meant that the Order Envy went through. Crafty Crow, negative three tummy ache. Uh, oh, hot yogurt. And the yogurt's saying it's getting hot in here. And that one's worth plus three. Salty Lollipop. Uh, that might not be bad. Uh, plus two. A negative two tummy ache. A negative one tummy ache. Uh, plus one, uh, hot kombucha, that's plus one. Don't know, that would really soak a taco, though. Cotton candy, plus two. It's two cotton candies, a red and or a pink and a blue, or turquoise. When they're side by side, they both have eyes. They look like they could be a team. Uh, sushi passed its prime, and it's a sushi waving hello. Uh, a cute little piece of sushi. Uh, hot sauce boss. This is X2. So this one, when played in your taco burrito, it doubles the value of your meal, the complete value. So that's powerful. Then another hot sauce boss, X2. So those are powerful if you have those. And then adorable marshmallows. It's good to be mellow. The marshmallows are pink. There's one on top of one another, like they're a family, and that's worth plus two. Okay, now let's read through the instructions. They have instructions on uh, in, uh, other languages other than English, which is nice. 
And that's all at Taco V Burrito slash rules. Uh, the goal to build the weirdest, wildest, most valuable meal. So you, when you play, and I'll try to paraphrase from this, you uh, choose your choose taco or burrito, but it doesn't affect how the game is played. Shuffle the deck and deal each player five cards. Each player starts the game with five cards. There isn't a minimum or maximum number of cards you can have in your hand. Uh, then make a draw pile with the amazing rest of the cards face down. Next, leave a space next to the draw pile for the trash pile. Uh, check for health inspectors. Everyone checks to make sure they don't have a health inspector. If you do, shuffle it back in the deck and take a new card. Uh, decides who goes first. Because the creator was seven when he created the game, we suggest the youngest player goes first and then move clockwise. Uh, how to play. On your turn, draw a card, play a card. So ingredients can be placed in any taco or burrito, any, so, you know, with a tummy ache, to increase the value of a meal. Tummy aches can be placed in any to reduce the value. Hot sauce boss can be placed in any to double the value of a meal. If you have two hot sauce bosses in your meal, your meal is multiplied by four, and action cards have a variety of effects. Hot tip, you can play ingredients, tummy aches, and hot sauce bosses in any meal, not just your own. This continues till all the cards in the draw pile are gone. Uh, How to win. When all the cards in the draw pile are gone, continue playing, but skip the draw part of your turn. Don't reshuffle the trash pile. When one player is out of cards, the game is instantly over. Important, you cannot block the last card played. Okay, so that's how I won, was the last card played by me was uh, that, so so no one can block that, whatever it's called, card. Player with the most valuable meal at the end of the game wins. Uh, So you tally up your points, you know, and figure that out. Easy, not so fast, though, they say. Because you have the action part, you put cards, you know, the health inspector, no bueno. No bueno can be played at any time except if you get a health inspector. Can I no bueno the last card in the game? Nope. Uh, When you no bueno a card, what happens to the card? Goes in the trash pile. Crafty Crow, you get to take it. Trash Panda. Can I trash Panda a health inspector? Yes, uh, so if you had if you have a bunch of tummy aches, you could trash panda a health inspector and throw your meal in the trash. Can I trash panda a trash panda? You can, but only twice in a game. Can I discard a trash panda? Yes, you can discard any card, but that move counts as your turn. Food fight, we went over that, uh... Order Envy, you would swap things. What happens if the Order Envy play, player plays Order Envy as the last card? Play, they, I followed that tip right away. Can I discard it? Yes, you can. Oh, then there's more ways to play. And they're coming out with expansion. Oh, they had one expansion pack, and they're supposed to come out with another one. 
But then there's also on the back page is the legend of King Taco. When he was just seven, Alex, a.k.a. King Taco, announced he was going to create a game called Tacos vs. Burritos. After months of dreaming up weird foods and wild actions, his dream became a reality one magical Taco Tuesday. Even today, King Taco rules the Hot Taco Empire, cooking up new game ideas and expansion packs. Unless he has to go to school that day. Uh, thanks for uh, purchasing Taco vs. Burrito and supporting this young entrepreneur. Team Taco and Team Burrito. So that's that game. It was a fun. That was a, we had fun playing it. It's a fast game, which is nice. Um, maybe I'll have more to report on it, but I have another game here, so I might as well keep it going. This is another game I've played a few more times, but it's a pretty. Uh, it's a game I'm not always in a hurry to play because it's very involved. But I think this game is actually really fun. I, I think it's just like, it, it, now I'm thinking about it, I did have a lot of fun playing it. It's called Beat That! Exclamation Point. It's a bonkers battle of wacky challenges. And I can imagine for like when people start getting together in bigger groups, this would be a really fun game with kids and adults. Kids might just get a little too excited. And it has a pop-in box. It's in a bigger box. It's not a traditional, it's a rectangular cube. I don't even know what you call that, but uh, it's, a, it's a bigger box because this game has a lot more stuff in it. It's, less, it's, a, it's a card game, activity-based card game. And it's wacky. The cover is wild uh, in a good way. So on the front cover it says it is very surreal, uh, and it has, like I said, pop in colors. Uh, so it says beat that the bonkers game of wacky challenges, and there's a lot of predominant colors on the cover. There's orange, there's a cayenne or blue or cyan. There's a lighter uh, yellowish orange, yellow, uh, white, uh, pink, red and green and like this so there's like this weird sky that's like a orangish yellow sky with cool clouds there's a whale in the sky flying i think it's a i don't know what type of whale it is but uh it uh the whale's like has a spout going that's orange then there's like an orangish sea with uh what are those called in them? The things with hourglasses, blue and green hourglass, like blue hourglasses with green sand or white sand that's tinged to green because of the color. And they're up in the sea. Then we have land, like rolling hills, which are blue, covered in blue grass. And then we have competitors, like stretching or getting ready. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven on the front of the box. Uh, three have already won. But in the background above Beat That, there's like a, a person doing two competitions. There's also daisies popping up. Uh, there's a woman stretching. There's another character singing and holding a cup. Uh, and then there's another character kind of running and, and doing something. And then we have first, second, and third place. Uh, first place... Uh, uh, is, uh, is someone with a uh, metal, uh, second and blue hair. Then second place has purple hair. 
and is giving a thumb, maybe it's a thumbs up or a hang ten side. Both these characters have blue fingernails, blue shorts, pink shoes. I guess all the characters are have like uh, pink and white wristbands, uh, blue tube socks or white tube socks with blue stripes, pink shoes, blue shorts, and then white white uh, competition shirts. There's even a uh, a lake, an orange lake. There's a cactus. And then on the sides of the boxes are more characters doing more competitions. Uh, and then the back, it says, beat that uh, bonkers game of wacky challenges. It shows four cards, 160 challenges, four categories. But we'll get to that. Uh, limber up and prepare to bounce, flip, stack, hop, roll, blow, balance, and catapult your way to victory in this wacky party game. Collect as many points as possible by betting on your ability to complete challenges. All players attempt to, to the exact same challenges, so get ready for the ultimate abilities. Uh, great for adults and kids alike. A funny party game, belly-busting laughter. And this is how to play. Pick a challenge, read it. Players place their bets. Don't worry, it's not real gambling. It's just like points gambling for... All players attempt the challenge. Players bank their points. And you're also not betting against, you're betting on yourself, not against other players. Uh, find out who's earned bragging rights after 10 rounds. And so it comes with 160 challenge cards, 80 betting tokens, 10 cups, 5 balls, 4 dice, chopsticks, memo pad, tape measure, timer, uh, hourglass timer, and game rules. All right, so when you open it up, uh, the first thing you notice is, wow, this comes with a lot of stuff. And it has like a foam insert uh, to hold everything. And one foam insert are solo-style cups uh, that are orange that say beat that on there. They're a little bit different than a, I don't know, I don't have a solo cup, but uh, they they may, they're, I don't think they're like 16-ounce solo cups, uh so they may be, you know, made for the game. Inside the cup uh, is uh, four light blue ping pong balls. Oh, no, scratch that, five. There may even be six, and we may be missing one. But uh, And those are light blue. And they've held up pretty well. Like, I'm surprised. I was expecting them to be already dented, but uh, they're not. Okay, and then it comes with the instructions. It has, uh, like, a little slot for the chopsticks, which are green plastic chopsticks. It has, uh, what is oh, like an insert for the timer, for the tape measure, for a pad, like a, what do you call that pad? Stick'em pad? What do you call those things? Post-it pad, uh, the cards, and then the dice and the coins, comes with five orange dice, and then in the coins, it comes with one coin, like a dollar coin, five dollar, and three dollar, or three-point coins, um, one-point coins, and five-point coins. So we'll run through the rules first on this one, because it'd be, it'd be fun. There's a lot. We won't be able to get through all the competition cards anyway, but it'd be fun to ponder. Uh, this one in the like instead of guessing since I played it before. Okay, so it's a really simple instructions. There's only three pages. 
And it definitely was like, oh, okay. At first, I didn't understand the uh, betting stuff. Uh, and after playing it, for, I, I probably played it five or six times. I said, oh, okay, the betting system is pretty good. And it doesn't introduce this idea of like guessing, like guessing your abilities and being wrong or right. But you're also trying to see like what other coins that other people have left. Uh, so getting started, beat it. It's a wacky challenge game. Ten rounds. Before attempting each challenge, players place a bet on how likely they are to complete the challenge by selecting a token which reflects their confidence. All players then attempt the same challenge. The players with the most points uh, wins. There's four kinds of categories. Solo, where you attempt it on your own. Battle Royale, where everybody competes against each other. Buddy Up, where you work cooperatively with a partner. Or Duel, where you go head-to-head. And you can deal out more tokens if you want a longer game. But the betting tokens, you start with 10 tokens... Uh, one token can be bet by each player per challenge. Once a token is bet, it can't be used again. Blue is one point, orange is three points, yellow is five. So how to play? Clear the table of clutter. You're going to need space. Yeah, because you need a lot of space for this game. Place the challenge cards in the center. Give each player five blue, three orange, and two yellow. Then roll the dice to see who goes first. The person with the highest number picks a challenge from the pile, reads it aloud to the rest of the players. And then four, each player must bet one of their tokens on how confident they are in their own ability to complete the challenge or their team's ability for buddy up. So if you think you got it, you know, bet five. Uh, if it's a long shot, bet one. Once all the bets are placed, you go clockwise in turns to attempt the challenge starting with the player who picked the card. Players who complete the challenge move their token to a safe bank, uh, quote-unquote, for the points they've won. Players who don't put their token in the box. Uh, the next player then picks a new challenge card, repeat into above until 10 challenges have been completed. Player who banks the most points wins in the event of a draw. Play on using solo challenges until there's a winner. Uh, Rules. All players must place their bets at the same time. Uh, Tokens which have been banked or discarded can't be used. For buddy up and dual challenges, go around clockwise, picking partners until all players have been selected once. Place bets once all partners have been chosen. For buddy up and dual challenges, if there's an odd number of players, then the player without a partner or an opponent must still place their bet, but they get to watch and then pick who they want to go against or work with. The player repeating the challenge wins or loses their token based on the outcome of the second go. So you can definitely use that strategically too. Uh, just I noticed, uh, so someone bet five and someone bets one, and the person with the five didn't complete it on the first go, you definitely don't want to give them a second chance to win five, obviously, in my opinion. So a lot of times I would just pick the person, if it's a duel, I'll pick the person that had that one. Even if I think I can beat them, because, I mean, sometimes I guess I'd say, well, it's a lock. Well, because it doesn't matter what you, you don't win their five anyway. So, yeah. Uh, 
was, I don't know. That's just one strategic thing I noticed. Uh, uh, for buddy up challenges, players do not have to bet the same values. Their partner, there's always a nitpicker who will try to reinterpret a challenge to their advantage. Play fair. Uh, people's abilities greatly vary, so free, feel free to adapt the challenges to suit the skill level of your group. And show us your skills. We'd love to see you playing. Uh, so tag them. You can win a free print-and-play expansion pack. This is by Gutter Games Limited. Okay, so now I have the challenge cards. And there's a big stack of them, but we'll just go through them. On the back of the card, it says, Beat That! Exclamation point, Bakker's Game of Wacky Challenges. And then it has different of the cartoony characters from the box doing doing competitions. And the first one is Solo. The first one I said, this is actually, they, each of the cards have a number. This is a number 59. High Dive. Uh, place a cup on the floor. Grab another three cups. You have 30 seconds to drop the cups one at a time from waist height so that they land in a stack on the floor. So you hold the cup at your waist and you just got to drop it from your waist to a cup on the floor so it lands on there. So from your waist, I don't know, like if, if I, since not seeing it, I definitely wouldn't bet five. I would either bet three or one, depending on where we were at, at the game. Because I don't know. I haven't seen a solo cup drop. If it drops uh, rim first, then you're going to be fine. It'll be easy. But I got a feeling it's not going to be easy. Okay, the next one is a solo, number 23. Tender touch. Close your eyes and get another player to pass you two dice. You have 30 seconds to feel for the dot and place both dice, both dice on the table with the sixes facing up. Uh, I would definitely bet six for the or five for this. Uh, it seems pretty easy. It doesn't mean it is easy, but like you get definitely what you're betting with five. Uh, you got to guess at what you think. Like you got to trust your gut and say, okay, I'm going to go for it because some of them are really not easy. So I would say already, so we're two challenges in. Let's say the first one, we'd be in pretty good shape for this one. Let's just say we completed both. So we have six now. We're doing great. Uh, so this is the next one, Battle Royale. Roll a dice and pass it to the next player. Then they roll. And if they roll the same number as the previous player, they're out. Continue clockwise till there's only one winner. So I just bet one for this because it's like uh, not under your control. And let's say we lose. So we still have six, but we didn't win that one. Well, that's too bad. This one has two people throwing paper airplanes on the back of it. Yankee Doodle. Okay, using three cups and two challenge cards, create a tower as shown, which I'll explain to you. This is solo. You have three attempts to yank the cards out of the tower at the same time so that the cups stack neatly. I definitely bet this one won. So it's a solo cup with the, the open end down. Then a car, then a playing card, then a solo cup on top of the playing card, which is open end down. Then a playing card, then another solo cup with the open end down. 
So you've got to pull out the two solo cups, uh, I mean, the two cards at the same time, so all three cups drop into that they're nesting in one another. And I would say we didn't get that. So we still have six, uh, which is pretty good. Six is pretty good out of four. And we bet three of our ones, right? I don't know how many ones we had. We have ten total. Oh, we have five ones. So we have two ones left, uh, one five. So we're in good shape. Okay, this one's called Slappy Bounce. You have three attempts to bounce an air, bounce a ball in the air ten consecutive times using a challenge card. Uh, I'll bet three for this one. So you got to take a, a ten, a, 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 what do you call that thing? A ping pong ball. And bounce it ten times in a row on a card. But you have three chances. Now, I, I think I did this one, and it's not easy. But it's possible. So I bet three. Part of me wishes we bet five, but we already bet three. And we completed it. So now what do we have? Nine. So we're pretty close. to. I'm not trying to brag, but we could see, like, uh, from my experience, if you break ten, you're you're going to win. And that was five, right? Okay, Spinny Ninny. This is solo. Using one hand, spin a cup on a chopstick. With the other hand, throw a ball in the air and catch it three times while the cup remains spinning. You have one attempt. I'm betting one. This is really hard. So you have to spin a cup on a on a chopstick in one hand and then throw a ball and catch it three times with your other hand. I mean, I, some people may be able to do that easy. I don't think I can. Also, I forgot what I was going to, what we were going to score. I forgot my score, but that's fine. Okay, this one's called Sports Star. So sometimes there's word games. So this one says, going clockwise, take it in turns to name types of sports. Uh, players who duplicate or hesitate for more than three seconds are out. Play until there's only one winner. So I'd bet three on this just because there's a chance. Uh, this could be tough, but it could also, it's really, uh, at least it's not based on coordination, which is not my strong suit. So you're just basically going, at first it would go fast, like tennis, soccer, football, badminton, racquetball, shove, then I would have got out right there because I, I was trying to think of that ice game, ice hockey, you could say, running, dancing, uh, long jump. So you just got to keep going. So I don't know if we, I think we lost that one because I messed it up. Sorry. Shaky stacker stand. This is a buddy up. So stand six feet apart. So you're working as a team. One player holds five balls. Their whole, their other player, their partner holds five cups in one hand. Throw balls into the stack. Once a ball goes in, Stack the cup with the ball below it in the bottom cup. Uh, continue throwing and stacking until the balls go in. You have 30 seconds to get all five balls in. So you basically get a ball in, then you put a cup on top of the ball. It's not that shaky, I don't think. So I, I, I don't know if I had a five left, I would bet it. Otherwise, I'd bet a three. Because uh, 30 seconds, this isn't easy, but it's doable. And you could see how it could be fun. Whippersnapper. 
Place three cups in a triangle on the table with a dice in each. Stand two feet away. Cradle ball in your top. Uh, so cradle ball in your sh- the, the end of your skirt is, or shirt is what they mean. You have 30 seconds uh, to whip your shirt. Uh, they say top. So I don't know if this is a UK game. So your ball fires out and lands in a cup. It can bounce in. That one, this is a doable one, too. Two feet away, you should be able to get a ball from your shirt into the, from your shirt, the front of your shirt into a cup. I wouldn't bet five, though. I think I'm out of fives anyway. Okay, next one. Logger's Leap. Uh, Place two cups with a gap between them. Bounce a ball over the first cup, so it bounces between both cups before landing in the second cup. You have 30 seconds. These ones are either impossible or super easy, so I bet one because it's like uh, you never know how the ball is going to bounce. And then if you're going to get like uh, I've seen it play both ways when we've had ones like this where everybody gets it in one or two turns and then other ones where it's impossible. Top hat. So these are. This is a good one. This is the laughing one. I mean, I haven't done this one, but it's a battle royale. All players stand and balance a cup upside down on their head. Players must try and blow their opponent's cup off while trying to protect their own cup. Uh, the last player with a cup on their head wins. No hands allowed. So this could be fun. It could probably, you know, some people might end up unhappy about it. I would still bet one, though. Unless you're like seven feet tall, then I would bet five. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Place a cup face down on a table. Place Balance a chopstick on the top. Spin the chopstick 365, 360 degrees without it falling off. You have five attempts. No, I bet one. That that sounds really hard. So you have an upside-down solo cup, and you have to spin the chopstick without it falling off. At least for me, that seems not possible. On the noggin solo, stand with your feet firmly on the floor. Throw a ball high up in the air, bounce it off your hair, and then catch it without moving your feet. You only get one attempt, though. I'd bet three. Because it's not that hard, but it could be, it's not easy either. So you can see this being fun. Uh, Ultimate Ninja. Oh, this is like the Ricky J. So place a cup on the edge of the table. I did this one, I could not complete it. Place a cup on the edge of the table, at least three feet away. Hold five cards. Throw the cards at the cup one at a time and knock the cup off the table. I don't think I could throw very many cards flat and then. The ones that I did didn't hit the cup. Rapid bounce. Line three cups up and grab three balls. You have 30 seconds to bounce one ball into each cup consecutively. If you miss, you must start again at the beginning. I think I did this one, but this one isn't easy either. Uh, 30 seconds can either be long or short. Uh, and that also depends on if there's something behind the balls. That's another thing. Like... Uh, if you're playing with a wall behind you or you take turns kind of being the uh, ball person, it's different than if you could lose it in a room and it could go under the couch. And those are kind of rules to discuss and build consensus with before, you know, you start playing. 
Oh, this is named after Edward Scissorhands. I did complete this one, but I think I only bet one. Edward Cuphands. Place a cup over each hand. You have 30 seconds to stack four dice on top of each other using only your cup hands. Here's a free advice. Use the very edges of the cup. And don't do it like in a picture. Like, uh, do it your own way and you'll figure it out. Uh, prepare for landing. Uh, create a circle on the floor using a tape measure. You have 30 seconds to create a paper plane. These are fun. So you have 30 seconds to make a paper plane, an airplane. Then you have three attempts to throw the plane into the circle from six feet away. I couldn't do that. I, I thought I did a pretty good plane, but I couldn't get in the circle. Okay, a couple more. Uh, staggeringly hard. This is solo. Place three cups facing up on the table. Uh, you have 30 seconds to stack the three cups on top of each other using only your elbows. So you have to have one card. The first cup has to be face down. So it starts face up. You already have to do that face down. Then you have to place another cup butt to butt or bottom to bottom and then face to face. So this one is really hard. So it looks like a lava lamp in the end. That's, uh, and plus it's going to end up with, I wouldn't even, I'd skip that card because I don't want the cups getting ruined. Foodie. So this one's a word game. Uh, choose a letter below. Going clockwise, taking turns to name foods beginning with the letter. Players who duplicate or hesitate for more than three seconds are out. Restart with a new letter and play until there is one winner. So there's a bunch of letters listed. So it says T, taco. And then I already paused, so. But you could say tuna. Uh, ta- oh, and then they said taco again. Oh, sorry, you're out. Okay. I'm playing by myself, though. Okay, it's just maths, bro. So then you say it is a UK game because they're calling it maths. Uh, scatter four dice on the table. Using multiplication, calculate the highest number. This is a duel using each number once. Uh, that one first to shout out the correct number wins. That would not be my game. I would lose for sure. Okay, here's another word game. Uh, very similar. Take the first letter. Uh, but it's celebrities, uh, so it's a list of letters. Uh, so you'd say M, Marilyn Monroe, M, Mac, Bernie Mac, who's that count, then you'd probably argue, and you say Matthew McConaughey. You don't have to use the, you just have to use the M. You don't have to start with another letter, I don't think. Okay, balls to telepathy, buddy up, uh, Place a ball, on, a cup and a ball on a table. Using one chopstick per player, you have 30 seconds to transfer the ball into the cup uh, without the ball touching your hands. So that could be fun. It could, you know, with your buddy. You're both trying to get the ball between your chopsticks and get it in the cup. Okay, two more. So all bounce, no blink. Uh, line up the three cups and the three balls. Uh, you have 30 seconds to bounce all three balls into the cups without blinking using your non-dominant hand. Oh, boy. That could be, for me, it's easier because of my right hand, but not blinking. That's going to be tough. So, yeah. Okay, last one. 
leapfrog. Line four cups up. You have 30 seconds to bounce the ball over the first three cups so it lands in the last cup. So at this point, you'll know. Like, see, the bouncing games, at least after you play it for a little while, you get an idea for a feel of the table or the floor or something. But basically, before we go, so you see, Scoots, i got to have the details of how we play this to win. I say, okay, for the taco burrito one, I don't know. Uh, unless you get that one card, then try to hold it to the end of the game. Otherwise, just do your best and have fun. And for this game, too, just try to have fun. Uh, but I will say betting is like a big part of it because uh, and keeping an eye, eye on other people's score. Uh, and it really comes down to kind of your gut of like those three and fives. Uh, like don't use up all your ones at the beginning of the game. Like you're going to have to at some point in the first three or four cards risk a three or five. It just so you have a couple ones left when it's something you know you're not going to be able to complete. Because there's ones that are like balance ones, like uh, we're having to like throw a ball and balance on one foot, and it's like, okay, there's no chance of me getting that done, like the spinning of the chopstick. So definitely like think about it might take one or two games to kind of get your betting strategy down and get an idea of the other players uh because then also seeing with the other players like that are close to you, like sometimes there'll be games where you're in close com- you're in close competition with one person and one or two people are out of the game. So then you just got to kind of pay attention to like what, what coins does the other person you're competing with have left? Like, do they have a lot of ones then you're you, like, or are they making up ground? Like you went through your fives and your threes already you're going to even want to add up, like, okay, they have 10 possible points left. I only have six possible points left. So I'm really going to have to, like, like uh, you know, like, I don't know. The, 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 again, it's hard to tell. But mostly it's supposed to be fun. I mean, or and to play to win, of course. Or to try to win. So I don't know. So those are two games I got for the holidays that are unboxed. Uh, And I hope you enjoy them. Good night.